you you may know that I teach a weekly Parsha class here at ICAR in Los Angeles every Thursday at noon uh, Pacific time. You're welcome. Um, we've got folks joining us virtually from places as far away as Japan on, on Zoom. And uh, we've been archiving video edits of the classes on YouTube, but we thought we might try cutting down the one hour class to about 40 minutes for you, for the listeners of the Best Book Ever podcasts that might not be able to fit a midday class on a Thursday into your schedule. So I hope you enjoy listening to these as much as I enjoy teaching them. Um, if you're interested to attend the class from wherever you are in the world in person, then stick around at the end of the podcast. I'll tell you how to register. Um, just like the podcast, it's absolutely free and we'd love to have you. to see you it's so good to see you all i have to say i was like i'm sort of overwhelmed i i this is the most i was i was sort of wondering how i could even teach this class like i just you know i just not like this week it just has felt um it's been such a hard week and uh and i've been mostly in just a just a like a daze and um and i i have a lot of stuff you know i have a lot of teaching a lot of stuff coming up it's the new year it's parsha sheet and i just um you know i just felt like how am i gonna how am i gonna how am i gonna talk about sheet you know um like how am i gonna talk about adam and eve with everything else that's going on and um and I have to tell you, this is just seeing you all here is the most joy I've felt all week. I feel so happy to be here. And and I also, um, so I'm thankful to you all for being here. I'm thankful to you all. Yeah, this feels like really healing for me. And, um, and you know, um, even even before I uh, I saw your faces, I somewhere, you know, in the in the, the fog of, of the week, I um, I I started to realize no of course I'm going to teach about Parsha Bereshit like of, of course this is this is we this is what we have to do you know this is this is who we are you know you know this is this is the text um this this Torah is has formed us as a people and has animated us and has given us life, um, you know, for you know thousands of years, and it's always here. You know, like no matter what's going on, it's always here. And I'm so grateful for that. Um, all right, so let's learn some Torah. Um, I have a lot of uh, I have a lot of uh, announcements. Uh, before we begin, a lot of announcements. This um, welcome to my uh, my two communities, my Ikar community, where I started this class, and um, to my Hadar community. I, I work for Hadar now, and I'll um, I, I want to share a little bit about that with you all. And this uh, class 
is going to be a kind of a, a, a beautiful partnership between these two communities that I love so much and 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 beyond. Every, everyone is welcome to this class and there's lots of folks um, who have come to this class um, regularly who've never been to either of those other um, communities at their home base because you know we have this with this online space that we found during the pandemic. Um, and um, that's when we started. And so anyway, I am, I work for uh, Hadar uh, uh, and I, that's an organization based back in New York, a, a really incredible learning Jewish, like it started as yeshiva and now just has all kinds of Jewish learning resources. And uh, part of the reason that I work for them is because they are really in many ways a, a household or Jewish household name in, in in New York or at least on the Upper West Side um uh but uh but in but our, our, our I'm here to 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 kind of bring Hadar out out west um that's my new job I'm the director of Hadar West Coast and so um so I'm really excited to um bring their Torah in all its forms to um to the the kind of consciousness of 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 those of us out here um uh basof basof marav um uh as as the as the as the famous uh, poet rebuta Halevi uh, wrote ani basof marav i'm here out in the, at the end of the west out, out on the west coast and um so I, um i just i uh, won't i'm not going to give you a whole lecture about what hadar is right now but I will, um, I'm just gonna give you a bunch of links. How about that? Because that's what we do on Zoom. So let me just give you links to just give you a sense of what Hadar is about and how you can um, get uh, get connected um, if you're interested. And this is one just to, to sign up for um, our emails if you're out here on the West Coast and wanna get um, West Coast specific ev events. Um, and then especially like exciting and um, relevant for our classes that I also um, happen. This 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 beautiful space has been going now for um, th three years, and um, and I, I, I we created this space in part because Parsha has always been my first love in the world of Torah, and I just this is where I want to be. This is what I want to be studying, and so uh, I. <laughs> I, I am especially excited uh, that one of my roles at Hadar this year is going to be writing their weekly um, Devar Torah, their essay on the Parsha, which they have uh, been doing for years. And really, I mean, you should go to their uh, to their catalog of essays on the weekly Parsha. It um, you just have some some of the great luminaries of of both. Um, yeah, of the Jewish world, you know, of just some, some of the great teachers of the Jewish world. Um, but this year I'm doing it, I'm doing the weekly Parsha. And I should say that my colleague Rabbi, Rabbi Avi Strasberg is doing um, essays also on the holidays. So they're like, when you sign up, you get both of these things. And this is where you can sign up. And I already, here we, here we go. So you can sign up for the, for the weekly uh, essay here. And um, that, um, that essay will not um, cover the exact same material that will, these will be separate learning experiences, but the, I'm sure they will be connected. I, I, I'm going to be, you know, like, this is hard. This is like a big 
like labor at putting out these every weekend. So I'm going to be deep in the Parsha and inevitably some of the stuff that I'm working through will, you know, I, I, I imagine that this class will sometimes pick up on like footnote seven and go, you know, a deeper dive into some of the stuff that has already come out. This comes out every Tuesday. And in fact, the first one, because it is Parshat Bereshit, is already out. And let me give you a link to that here. I think this might be the last link. I, I no, it's not. It's not. Lots of links coming your way today. But this is the um, this is the first one, so you can take a look. And they um, send that out as an email. And uh, there's a PDF, and there's a podcast version of it if, if you like to listen. That's on Hadar's podcast, which is called Tashma, Tashma. So you can find that on Apple. Uh, and speaking of podcasts, um, I also want to say that we podcast this class or an edited version of it, if you ever miss this class, and that um, podcast Ikar puts out, and um, Vera, who's running our chip as always, hi Vera, love to Vera, um, Vera edits it down and um, and puts it out, and that uh, podcast is here. It's called Best Book Ever. And we're about to, tomorrow we'll put out a version of this class. And then also what we started doing last year was um, using Best Book Ever as a space just to have conversations on certain issues or themes or topics in the Torah um, with folks who might have particular insight into them. And I'm very excited that we're kicking off this year with a conversation with a dear friend and and really one of my favorite musicians, Ezra Furman, who um, uh, with whom I am um, having a conversation around the the topic of conflict in the Book of Numbers, which is really like the topic in the Book of Numbers, and um, and Ezra is a musician who writes really um, you know conflict oriented you know loud punk um, protest music and has, I think, real insight into what it means to kind of call out in, in protest. Um, and I, it was a really interesting conversation and and she's a very sensitive thinker and really like a deep, deep Jew. Uh, I, you know, I, I, I'm not just plucking musicians randomly, like this is someone who is bo both has a, an incredible musical um, life and also uh, thinks deeply about Torah. So anyway, all of that is like, that's welcome, welcome back kind of um, to this space. And um, we won't do this much introduction uh, in the future, but I'm just kind of getting reoriented here in my new life and so grateful to have this connection to all of you, my, um, my, my, not my old life, but my, my ongoing life, uh, my ongoing community. This is this space, as you know, if you've been here before, you've heard me say this is like, this is my this is my place. This is my this is my anchor in my week. And this is I I you know I I wondered how I would even get to you know to to a the this a teaching space this week. And and now that I'm here, it feels like like this is this is this is exactly where I need to be. So I'm I'm grateful to you for helping me create this space. Let's get into it. Let's study some Torah. I'll say a a blessing. This is a blessing that we say every morning, um, uh, and often it covers us for the whole day, um, but I always say at the beginning of the class, just as a way of sanctifying the space, but also if you haven't said the blessing yet, then um, then I have you in mind as I'm, as I'm saying the blessing. Torah study is not just an intellectual pursuit, it is a sacred act in our, our 
tradition. So we bless, we make a blessing over it. Okay. All right. All right, let's begin. Parsha Bereshit, let's begin. Um, okay, so uh, Parsha Bereshit um, uh, is, is magnificent. Is There's just nothing quite like the opening of the best book ever. And um, it is majestic and it is cosmic and it is, um, it's everything. It's, you know, it's just all of the, the great human themes kind of teed off at once. And um, and I must say, of course, that this week, um, as as terrible and as horrifying as uh, this week has been, um, you know, as I said, I, I felt a little teaching about, but you know, there Torah is Torah, and that's fine. But I couldn't help but look through this week's parsha and just think about: is there anything here that speaks? to this moment to where I'm at right now this week and in all all the pain that I am in. And that is that is how I feel. I mean I just I won't I won't I won't say too much more than that, but I did I I, I realized, you know, on on about Tuesday that I was just I could what is that feeling? And I realized I had just my chest had been in pain for for 48 hours. Just this kind of like hum of pain with me. Um, and I think a lot of us have been feeling that this week. So with, with that in my mind or really in my heart, I read through the Parsha and I, there are all kinds of um, themes in the in the Parsha that, um, that this week's Parsha that, I mean, the first murder is in this week's Parsha. You know, we could look at that. Um, but there's one line in particular that just really jumped out at me. Really like I saw it and I thought, oh, well, that's, that's it. That's that's what the class will center around this week. Um, and it is a line right um, towards the end, tucked away right at the end of the Parsha. The Parsha is the creation of the world, um, Adam and Eve, um, the eating of the fruit, the snake, the curses, um, then uh, uh, Cain and, uh, and Abel, and um, then lineages, 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 um, uh, as we head towards the end of the Parsha. And right there at the end, let me give you this um, source sheet. We usually learn off a Safari source sheet, and I'm putting it in the chat for those who want to click it out and just save it or, or refer to it. But I always do a screen share. Um, so we'll just learn from the screen. So you, you, needn't, um, you needn't worry. You don't have to have the, the text on hand. But this is the text that the the verse that really jumped out at me. So let's look here. Vayarashem ki The Eternal saw how great was human wickedness on earth. Ra'at ha'adam, human wickedness. Okay. And some of the commentators um, make clear that that phrase, it's like, it's not just wickedness, it's the wickedness of humanity. Okay. Uh, the Eternal saw how great was human wickedness on earth, how every plan devised by the human heart was nothing but evil all the time. Now, that's a heavy <laughs> phrase. Uh, I must say the translation here is beautiful, but uh, let's just go to the Hebrew and make sure that we're catching all the words because it's it's also loose. Um, how every plan devised by the human heart was nothing but evil all the time. 
וכל יצר מחשבות ליבו, all of the urges or inclinations of the thoughts of his heart. Now, um, some of you know we've discussed this before, lev in ancient Hebrew is not just heart. In fact, it was translated as mind and it's sometimes translated as mind and it's both. It's the consciousness, this, the, the awareness, mind, heart. Okay, so I'm, I'm translating it as heart here maybe because that's how I'm feeling today, but that's the... Um, that's the that's the the word there lev um rak rak kol hayom it was only bad all day long okay okay and here's this verse in particular this is where i really got um caught up vinachem hashem ki asa et adam ba'aretz and the eternal regretted having made humankind on earth this is the end of the first reading of the Torah. I just want to like, I just want to like us to note the first reading of our sacred scripture, it ends. And one of the last things we read is that God is saying, I made a mistake. I should not have done this. I should not have created these people. I regret it. I reconsider. Okay. The word for reconsider and regret is, um, is right? And God regretted. That God had made um, the person on the earth. And then this, this above all, this is really what I want to talk about with you today. And God was pained in the heart, in God's heart. Notice, by the way, that the word libo we had here and the word libo we have here. So it's like the heart of the heart of humanity, the heart of God, there's sort of kind of an echo there, okay? And the eternal said, I will blot out from the earth humankind whom, I'm, whom I created. And there's that word again. I regret that I made them. And this is, you know, this is the coming flood. This tees us up for next week. But here's what I want to do. I want to focus especially on this word. Which means pain. Which means sorrow. Which means grief. Which means suffering. Pain. Now, there's a lot to just, I mean, I did mostly just want to like toss out the question, what does it mean for God to feel pain in God's heart? What is God experiencing? And we will do a little bit of like teasing out of the word as we often do in this class. Um and, and we'll, we'll 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 consider or we'll look at maybe maybe some commentaries if if uh, we have occasion to. But let's just pause here before we do some of that connective work and just ask, what does it mean that God feels pain in God's heart? God regrets making human beings. That at least on a surface level, I guess I understand. God made them, and now God says, "Oops, that was a mistake." Though we will soon ask that question too. What does it mean for God to regret? Okay, God did God not know what God was doing? But fine, but let's just let's just stay with the pain in God's heart. So 
what how do you understand that does i didn't know god had a heart um we have hearts we have minds we the p that's a people that's an organ that's a, that's us what does it mean for god to feel pain so let's uh let's open up i see some of the um some of the old uh the old the usual suspects my favorite people um uh the the line of uh of 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 interpreters here so let's start with uh noah um noah pollock nice to see you nice to see you too rabbi in these circumstances and i feed in on one of the words you talked about in that sense it's regret i'm seeing that verb root i'm seeing the comfort that Jeremiah is talking about in Parshad Nachamu. It's maybe the same or different verb root, but in that sense, maybe the divine was comforted that he had comfort and regret in the same sense. I'm comforted in your, your creation and I'm also regretting it. Both also very heavy on Ishabel and very heavy right now because of all the destruction that's going on okay okay that's like that is um that's a, that's a, a great place to start um just with the language of nechama we, we say that word and the first uh the first uh the first uh, uh thing i hear is what noah said comfort comfort and um that that word nun chet mem, it does mean comfort, but it can also mean regret or reconsider, because it 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 speaks to a a a, a feeling that something needs addressing, right? So when um, Isaiah says nachamu nachamu ami comfort comfort my people, what Isaiah is saying is like like attend to this change this state of being bring soothing to this state of pain okay and then uh and, and so noah was like i i I'm, i hear some comfort in this don't i hear some comfort in this even though the way it's being used in context is clearly about regret it doesn't feel like god is um is going to offer comfort at all now I have a certain way that I like think of the of laying out the text in these classes, but usually when I see someone grab onto something that I was like saving for later, I try not to hide the ball. Okay, so if like Noah identifies something that really is a connection that we we should speak all the way out now, um, I, I think it's worth it's worth looking at at a, at another text that we were going to see later that will kind of clarify what I've just been saying. The the sort of the double meaning of the the root nun chetmem necham or nechama, and um, this is a remarkable parallel that we're we're going to take a look at some other instances of pain. But uh, let's scroll down here to Genesis five, which came just a little bit earlier. Where are we now? Genesis six, Genesis five. Um, has this line? Um, Noah's Noah's Noah is is uh, the star of next week's part. Not Noah Pollock, but no Noah uh, and the Ark is the star of next week's parsha. And um, his he appears at the first time in this week's 
Parsha in the, that, that genealogy. And his father, Lemech, has Noah and names Noah. And this is the, this is the, the, the verse that names Noah. And, um, and as a matter of fact, like uh, I mentioned, I'm writing, I'm putting out these weekly essays. You'll see, you'll, you'll, if you read next week's, you'll see I'm talking about this, this interesting parallel um, that, um, that, uh, that a lot of the commentators point out and especially um, uh, uh, Casuto, Umberto Casuto, who was a 20th century uh, biblical sc scholar um, points out that there's not just a parallel, but three parallels here. So take a look at this. Noah's father names him, named him Noah. This one will provide us relief. In other words, comfort us. Mimasenu, from our work. And from the pain of our labors. There's that word again. So Noah is supposed to provide comfort or relief from pain. And the pain of our labors um, that we, um, the labors out of the, the soil that God cursed. All right. That's, that's after the, the, the eating of the fruit, God curses uh, the snake, the woman, the man, and the soil itself. And okay, that's, let's just stop there. We won't get too far off on a tangent, but just take a look at this, um, this verse and its words. Um, relief, work or, or making, and pain. And now we'll scroll back up. Kasuto points this out, and it's remarkable. Look at these same three words. Now it's not relief, but regret. Okay, and again, those words are related because they both speak to addressing some, some state of being that needs changing. Because God made, just like our labors, God's labors made the person on the earth and God was pained. So there is some kind of irony here where Noah was supposed to bring all of this uh, comfort from pain, but instead um, God is not going to relieve their pain. And in fact, God feels pain. And so the comfort's not coming. In instead, the flood is coming. Okay. So no, Noah Pollock kind of like got like, got that thread out for us. Okay, so let's let's keep going. What does it mean that God feels pain when the first pain there ever was was the pain that the first woman felt? Right? The first or maybe the first a couple felt. The first pain that, that was ever named was our human pain. And then God feels it. Okay. All right. So let me turn back to the to the um to the folks with their hands. Uh Payam. Imrani, I can't hear you. You seem unmuted, but I can't hear you. Try one more time. No, okay, I can't hear you now. I'm going to turn to the next person. If you can figure it out, I'll come back to you. Um, mm -hmm. Rena. Oh, now I, yep. That, okay, so Payam first. God created man to find out who God is. A singular entity doesn't have self-consciousness. 
So when he sees wickedness in man, he realizes there's wickedness in him. And that is his pain. That's why okay. his heart hurts. And to re and the question then becomes, what is the wickedness? And it's when we just we think of ourselves as a certain type of person, and then we see ourselves through the eyes of others, and we realize, oh, that image of ourselves that we had, I'm not that person, you know. So it's, that's what the wickedness is. Okay. All right. So we sort of like there, we've we've kind of teased towards this. Uh, this idea before, but Payam really, really gives it full articulation. Uh, imagine that part of what um, we are supposed to understand from Parshat Bereshit, from this first, the creation story, is that, um, you know, God engages in creation. God creates us in order to become conscious of God's self, God's own self. That there's something about creating a being in God's own image, just as there is in our lives when we create children in our image, that teaches us something about ourselves for good and for bad. We see the beautiful parts of ourselves in our children. And we also like, we you know, stop doing that. How, what, what, you know, how you've disappointed me. You're so wicked all the time. It seems like God is talking about children, but in doing so, we understand, oh, wow. Oh, right. Because this is, at a certain point, we have to forgive our kids because they're kids. And this is the way it is. And I was a kid and I get it. And and are we supposed to understand, Pam gave it kind of a great theological framework there, but are we supposed to understand in a sort of, in a sort of storytelling way that this is the story of God trying to, figure out something to understand pain through seeing our pain through feeling pain for for us the pain of of disappointment the pain of 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 regret the pain of 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 loss is god understanding that through us right is that is that part of what um the whole creation was for is god coming to understand you know us and and so understand what god made right and here i must i must mention one final verse before we take some some last thoughts because there is for all of this um for all of this tragedy there is a kind of um amends that is made not this week, but in next week's Parsha, and maybe we'll take our, our final minutes to contemplate it. In next week's Parsha, God does blot out all living things, except for Noah and, and, and the animals that Noah saves. And then after the flood, after the flood, I think that's a, isn't that a great Neil Young um, album? Uh, or that's after the gold rush. Um, after the flood, God says this. Vayerach Hashem et reach nichoach, reach nichoach, vayomar Hashem alibo. The eternal smelled the pleasing odor that Noah had offered up and resolved. Now, this is this is not a good translation, and not resolved, but said to God's heart. Okay, there's that word again, libo. 
I will never again doom the earth because of humankind. And here's this same language again. Remember the remember the what we started with? The um the uh the human heart was nothing but evil all the time. So take a look at this sort of resolution. I realize now that the devisings of the human heart are wicked from youth. And I'll never again destroy every living being as I have done. From youth. Now, initially what God said was that I, they're, they're just evil all the time. What's going on with them? But eventually God realizes they, they have a wickedness in them from their earliest. And you know, kids do. And they take things and they hit each other. And that's not their fault. That's the way they are. And God's responsible for that. God created them. And so God says, okay, you know what? I think I get it. This is something that we are inevitably by our makeup, we're just going to have to deal with. This is a part of, of who we are. And, um, and, you know, we need, we need God's mercy. You know, we need God, um, we need God to understand and to provide comfort. We're not, we're not capable of, of being all good. There is, there is good in us, but we are struggling with wickedness. So um, I'm sorry to leave so many hands in the air, but I, I want to end with just a, a prayer that God end our pain and um, the pain inflicted upon us and the pain that God placed in us. Um, a, pr a prayer that God end, end, end the wickedness, the wickedness that we create and the wickedness that we can't help. May God have mercy on us. I will see you next week. I'm excited to be with you. And uh, I, uh, I I look forward to a year of learning together. Love you all. And stay safe and stay, 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 uh, stay strong. Okay, that's it. A taste of our weekly Parsha class. Uh, I want to thank everyone who came to the class, some of whose voices you may have heard today, uh, some you didn't because the podcast has been edited. So just want to thank everybody. Um, and speaking of editing, I want to thank also our uh, editor, Vera Blossom, for her great work. If you'd like to join our class sometime and come and, and join our, our circle of, of Torah geeks, you can find us, uh, again, Thursdays, 12 p.m. online at ikar.org. That's I-K-A-R.org. And, uh, and if you go to the calendar, uh, then you can find a Zoom link and just click in. And, um, and in the section uh, on the website uh, that, that uh, we keep our classes, you can, if you click on Parsha Study, you'll find all of our archive classes and source sheets and everything we discussed there. So if you're looking for a regular Parsha class, I'd love to see you. Um, and, uh, and in the meantime, I will talk to you next week.